0: Hello and welcome to Millennium Beer Reviews, my name is TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick and our special guest this week, Scott Niblock, amateur alcoholic, Niblock, Niblock. Yeah, no, sorry, Niblock. I should
1: have, I should have okay. I, I didn't think that. of it because it hasn't happened in a while, but it's common, Yeah, people go Niblock all the time. How are we you guys? You go Niblock. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are uh, you guys?
2: I don't know, pretty good
1: yeah the same you know uh whatever whatever pretty good is these days i'm i'm about there
2: yeah it's like uh you know if it's not like a day where it's you know crushing depression that like makes it hard to get out of bed it's kind of a win so you know
0: yeah take it where I'm you ready can get that. It. Oh, man. I, on the other hand, I'm just going to forewarn any of our people listening, I am low energy today because I did not have restful sleep last night. That's the worst. So, it was one of those, like, you know, you close your eyes and then you open them and it's like four hours later, but Mm -hmm. you still feel like you didn't rest at all in those four hours.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So...
0: Let's uh let's distract ourselves from that and get into beer number one today. Beer number one today is from Skygazer Brewing Company. It's part of their Watercolor Swirly series. This one is Raspberry Mango Vanilla Soft Serve. In three,
1: two, one, crap.
2: I didn't spray myself in the face this time. Yeah,
1: I didn't either. I'm actually impressed by myself. Always yeah, I good. pour this into a glass without pouring it into my keyboard.
0: Uh, and since I... this is a smoothie style, you do want to do like two thirds of it into the glass, then give it a swirl, and then pour the rest because you want to get all that tasty, tasty stuff on the bottom.
2: Oh man, I do really love when beer pours out like it's like a smoothie. Well. It's not quite as thick but Oh hell yes
1: Wow that is That is a whole lot going on Mm. Yeah That is very good Sorry folks
0: I'm licking my glass Because it all started coming out the top
1: Sorry, right, I spilled some in my lap. <laughs> Better than the keyboard. Yes, exactly. I was like, I can sacrifice these jeans. They're cheap.
2: Yeah, that's why I always like spray myself in the face rather than spray the microphone when I'm opening the beer next to the microphone.
1: Fair. It's generally good practice.
2: hmm I mean, at least if it's an external keyboard, it's, you know more replaceable than like oh i spilled beer into the laptop keyboard and that, now my yes. whole computer sucks
1: yes that is true i am just i i very recently got a new pc and also a new clickier keyboard because i found whatever you're doing seems more important when the keys are clicky <laughs> yeah uh, you just, you're like oh yeah it's real important work going on um and so i'm in that period where you're just it's new so i'm babying it yep uh, mm-hmm. Until you know, inevitably, just like a car with no dents, the first time something happens, you're just like, "Well, that's the end of that." It was nice. But yeah. I no, absolutely. Yet, so,
2: like, th- funnily enough, I I recently had a su- somewhat similar moment with my car. Like, I have yet to actually really get a dent in this car, which is impressive considering how long I've had it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, you have had that car a while.
2: Yeah, I mean, I usually have a dent. Or something fucking happens to it within six months. Like I, I I've had two cars where like within six months of getting it, I blew out a tire. Like it's just one of those things. And nothing has happened to this one so far, but like somehow in the course of this winter, like the U, the first U in Subaru fell off. And I'm like, <laughs> um seriously? That that's the fucking that's thing the- that, that starts <laughs> Bro- the ball rolling.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is a unique one. Mm-hmm. I always, my first was always the hubcaps coming off, not the real hubcaps, but those cheap plastic ones they put on. Oh yeah, the stock ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inevitably, uh... just make a sharp turn somewhere. Yep, there it goes.
2: And it's and it's always fun when you notice it happening because you can see it like out of your side view or something, and you're like, just
1: spin off, and you're like, I hope that doesn't cause any damage. And you're like, look at that fucking thing go. Yeah, yeah, hubcap. And you're
2: like, it's like, actually, I I think one time I, like, I mean, this is back when cars had hubcaps because they don't really do that anymore. Yeah, they but don't like, really anymore. Um, I, I actually like it one came off when I was on my way home from high school and I went back like the, the next day to find it and somebody it w- had already been like, yoink.
1: Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Lame. Yeah, I actually had uh, somebody in college stole one of them, I think. Or one or two of them, I think. Or one had fallen off and one gotten stolen. And one of my professors had a similar Subaru that was missing, too. And he was like, I'll pay you 100 bucks for both of those. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? You can have them. <laughs> sure.
2: Hell yeah. yeah, I would take that deal, too. Yeah.
1: It was beer money back then.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, actually, my uh the the car I'm talking about was a ninety four Subaru Legacy wagon.
1: Oh yeah, mine was uh Ooh, I forget the year. It was in early nineties or ni- ninety nine or something. Subaru Outback Sport. Oh,
0: mm. uh, my first car was nice. an eighty four Crown Vic that had a ninety
1: Mustang engine, but it
0: did have the um it had the like dog dish hubcaps
1: oh, that that yeah. just mm.
0: covered over like the socket area. But those are super handy because, you know, you get a flat and you are sure that your shit's not going to roll away because you just yeah. put them into the dog dish. That is true.
1: That was a fun car. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine.
0: Uh, got it off some dude out of, uh, remember those old, like, car want-to-add magazines oh, that you would yep. get at, like, the mm-hmm. gas station?
1: Gas some... stations are like, or uh, auto repair shops, yeah.
0: This was yeah. a private seller in New Hampshire who it wasn't his car; it was his wife's car, and it didn't have enough pickup for him, for her. So <laughs> he ended up, but like getting a, you know, uh, not not totaled, but you know, from a ninety Mustang, ended up taking the engine out of that, putting it into the Crown Vic. So the thing was a fucking, oh, it was a beast, such a sleeper and like a couch on wheels, but.
1: i love those things those cars Uh, yeah those cars are fun to ride in
0: i would often uh blow people away on route nine coming back from concerts in worcester where someone would like pull up (laughs) to me and you know they'd start revving their engine and then light turns green i just dust them
2: yeah (laughs) how did that car die again
0: electrical issues
2: ah okay i was wondering if you like blew the transmission or something oh no i blew
0: the transmission like three times in it
2: (laughs) (laughs) see that's the problem with throwing like a really good engine into like a car that doesn't already have that capability because you're going it's like the same thing if i like if i threw like a wrx engine into my crosstrek it's like the transmission can't fucking handle that
1: (laughs) oh the
0: real problem was he didn't cut down the drive shaft. So uh, it oh. was a lot. Of, it was just too much pressure on the transmission from an overly gotcha. long drive shaft and didn't catch that until after the second time the transmission <laughs> went. But, oh, fun. man, I, I loved Vicky. Vicky was a great car. Treated me well for years.
2: Yeah, I never got to experience that one. I can't remember, did you, TJ, did did I have the the Legacy Wagon when you met me, or did I already have a a Mazda at that point?
0: You already had a Mazda at that point.
2: Hmm.
0: I think it was, like, your second blue Mazda.
2: No, it wasn't blue, it was silver, Um, remember? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, it's called New England Beer Reviews, and I know you guys hung out not too long ago, and you had some beers, so... Why don't you talk about
2: the beers? I believe we can do that. Um... One
0: of them I was super jealous on, and I'm also slightly disappointed in you, Emily, because you probably didn't drink it right.
2: (laughs) What? Uh, I I forget
0: the name of it, but it was, well, it specifically said on the can, leave it in the freezer for like an hour.
1: So it turns into a slush. Oh, Oh, yeah, no, we did no such thing. Yeah, no, we (laughs) didn't do that. Yeah, no, I I did not bother to read any of the cans.
2: (laughs) I think that might have been The Harvester, which I think was the first one we had. That was the uh, Cranberry Cherry Tangerine Sour.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Uh, That was, I still, I I don't know, actually, I could see why you might want to freeze it a bit. But I didn't think it took away from it at all. It was very good. It a, yeah, it's a that's a good combination of flavors for a sour because it's not too overpowering. No one, no one fruit takes over. It's got a good medley vibe going on. But yes. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of sours and that one was very good. Yeah, that one
0: sounded and looked really tasty. I'm oh. super jealous that I didn't get to try it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can't
2: remember I I don't remember if I said this, but that one's from Abomination Brewing, who I I think we looked this up last time is from fucking somewhere in Connecticut. Uh I suppose I could oh. be less lazy and yeah. look. Le- um North Haven. Got it.
1: Oh, yes, North Haven, which actually I think these are from too, actually.
2: Yeah, they I, might be. This
1: brewery off. Yes, I noticed that because I I saw Haven first and I was like, "Oh, New Haven." And then it's North Haven. I'm like, Is that north of New Haven? I don't know where North Haven is. (laughs) Actually, like,
2: a lot of the stuff that we drank that night was Connecticut because I had, you know, picked it up in Connecticut at, like, the best beer store I've found in that state so far, and every time I drive by it, it's like, well, I'm going there, so shout out again to uh, Pit Stop Spirit Shop. They are in Plainfield. Oh, okay, too far off the highway. Plainfield, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I left Connecticut, I think, just as kind of the the craft brewing stuff was starting to take off, and we were starting to get, there were a handful of Connecticut breweries that were starting to, we had, like, City Steam, which was kind of a brew pub out in the yeah. city, and then, um. oh, what's the one I'm thinking of, Uh oh, it's going to drive me nuts,
2: oh yeah um there's a few that have been around for quite some time I'm trying yeah to think it, those... was
1: kinda, it was kind of it was a local place and it was kind of one of the first that really opened up and started to take off and so yeah and i, I forget I moved...
2: where in connecticut you were though
1: uh, i was in uh manchester at the time and okay. it was kind of in that area
2: mm. yeah i think i know what you're talking about and i can't fucking think of the name either uh not like kent uh, no kent falls is somewhere else no um, no
1: it's not that one
2: fuck who else has been around for a long time i don't know i Maybe have we... no idea
1: yeah yeah no my ken my connecticut days are long behind me so i do not know
2: i still think it's funny that like every person i know who grew up in connecticut like at some like as soon as they left they could as soon yeah. as they could li- leave yes, they did they and then did. never fucking came back yes that um is... i know like one person who grew up in connecticut who was like oh i miss it i want to go back and it's like why, fucking why dude like because <laughs> yes. like both my parents grew up in in central connecticut and they were both like yep going for co- going to boston for college bye never coming back
1: yep yeah <laughs> no i had a i had a few friends that remained i think one of the last ones just moved to california um I don't know. I, I might have a, a few people that I know that wound up staying there, but yes. Yeah. Most of the people I know took off as soon as they could.
2: Like, Connecticut's got pretty parts about it. It's got some, like, decent places to stop, but, like, I don't, I yeah, I can't imagine living there.
1: Like, There's, it's just, there's nothing to do. It's It's a place to raise a family. There's probably good schools and that kind of stuff, but there's nothing really to do there. Unless, yeah. you know, you've got some stuff in Hartford, but Hartford is, you know...
2: Hartford's a shitty city, honestly. It really <laughs> is. It really is.
1: They, they tried to kind of... They've tried to revitalize it in a lot of ways, and it doesn't seem to have worked. Uh, I know the last... I mean, the last time I was there was still in the pandemic, so obviously, you know, it would have been more empty than typical, but it didn't look much less empty than i remember (laughs) yeah you know it was basically the people who worked down there and then a couple bars on the weekends that kind of area of strips of bars and that was it
2: yeah there's just not a lot going on um i mean central connecticut in general like
1: yeah you know no it's you got to really get out to like new haven new haven is actually a pretty cool city there's there's some great punk punk clubs out there and stuff and yeah new haven is a fun town uh Probably the only fun town in Connecticut.
2: (laughs) I was gonna say, like New Haven's basically like a suburb of New York City, though, isn't it?
1: Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's because it's really easy. It's like uh, I think maybe an hour train ride into Grand Central, if that. Oh, it's not bad at all. Really easy. It's probably yeah. So it's really easy to get in and out. So yeah,
2: yeah, that seems like the place to be. Not like. I don't know. The places where it's like, Yeah, we're uh taking a nice weekend trip to Springfield Mass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I used to party in Springfield.
2: Oh god. Yeah I mean
1: uh, oh. in my kind of in bit be- fresh out of first college before second college attempt, uh kind of wandering years uh in between. Uh a buddy of mine lived in uh not in Granby. Uh, he used to live in Granby, and they moved to another town that was like right on the border of Springfield. Yeah. And so we would just drive there because it was closer. And so yeah. I spent uh, a fair bit of time in Springfield. That city is uh, something else. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, I
0: definitely went to a few uh, like warehouse raids out in Springfield, oh, yeah. like mm. way back in the day. Yeah. We're talking about back when I was like nineteen. <laughs> uh huh.
2: In case you didn't know, folks, we're kind of old.
1: Yeah, um, a little bit. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got to experience some fun shit, like, uh, like, you know, making all of our high school mistakes without it living forever on the internet, for yeah, instance. Yeah, I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't grow
1: up in that era. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad. I probably would have been real dumb on the internet.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I was dumb enough, and (laughs) I I just don't have any lasting repercussions.
1: I'm still dumb on the internet, so, yeah.
2: I think we can all say the same. Yeah, probably. So, continuing our tour of the mostly Connecticut beers that we had, um, there was that American Solera Fat Camp stout.
1: Oh yeah, I that one was that wasn't but, the, there was the other stout that I was nuts about, but this one was pretty good too. Yeah, this was uh, the
2: chocolate cinnamon and vanilla one.
1: Yes, that's right. Yes, it was a great combination. Was that Avalera you said?
2: uh that uh, Sol, uh, American Solera. Oh, American yeah.
1: Solera, because there is a there is a Connecticut brewery. I think that's Avalarum or Avalarum?
2: Oh, Alvarium. I think we that's, had an Alvarium, too, yes, didn't we? Yes, we
1: did. I think there was one in there, because they're, the, they're one of the breweries I've noticed from that area that's really taken off. They've made some cool stuff.
2: I was going to say, like, you know, Alvarium and my mother, the best things to come out of New Britain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> New Britain! Oh, boy, New Britain. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't miss having to go there. Um... We had raspberry lime sleight of hand from Hoax Brewing. That was a, another sour Berliner. That was yes. That was okay. I, yeah, I don't that wasn't that one... my
1: favorite out of all of them. It was. It was there. I, I feel there are some sours that are just mildly tart, and so they call it a sour. And that was kind of along those lines.
2: Well. I I agree. I mean, I think I would argue that like the kind of soft serve smoothie bullshit we're drinking right now is usually called a sour. But like, I think that's kind of a misnomer because yeah. it, really generally they aren't that sour. But like, I'll actually take that over like, okay, yeah, you gave me a reasonably tart Berliner, but you added flavor and the flavor is barely noticeable. So yeah. it's like okay, so uh, you know, if I wanted to drink a basic Berliner, I I could have done that with anybody's shit. Like yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I kind of felt the same way about the next one we had, which was the uh, Thimble Island Brewing Barbie, which is a strawberry rhubarb. Uh, yeah, I Berliner. was
1: I was hoping for more out of that one mm-hmm. than we got. It was it was. It had way more strawberry than it did rhubarb. It was more, like, again, it was more of a fruity beer than what I would consider a sour. Wow, well, that's slightly I mean, disappointing. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah, they were tart, which is more or less what sours end up being these days. Um, But, like, yeah, it wasn't the lack of sourness for me. It was just, like, the lack of, like, the flavor. Like, it's, Maybe like, that, again, it, it was yeah.
1: unmemorable.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly my problem with a lot of places trying Sours. It's like, you know, uh, I I tend to try stuff from breweries I haven't heard of, but, like, you know, for instance, like, I'll, I'll keep, I think that's the second time I've tried something from Thimble Island and was not that impressed, so, like, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to be rushing to try their shit again unless cool. it, like, sounds, like, too, way too good to pass up, but it's, like, you know again it's not like it's not bad it's not it's not like a oh no never never buy their shit i mean if you like a really lightly flavored berliner like those are actually are both of those are really good but like i don't know i want something to hit me in the face i mean i'm basically drinking a fucking smoothie with like alcohol and and soft serve ice cream in it right now yeah, it's, so it's, like look
1: like a pink milkshake like almost like a strawberry milkshake that's melted a bit
2: Yeah, like, there's actual, like, there's, like, frothy shit on top. Like, not foam, frothy shit. Yes,
1: literal frothy, like, like, when whipped cream kind of sits for a while. Like, it is, it does have that effect. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
1: Uh, like, I'm guessing that a lot of that is
2: probably... The vanilla ice cream? yeah.
1: Yeah, probably. I will say, for this, there's, I definitely get the raspberry. I don't get as much mango out of it.
2: I get the mango. Maybe a um, li-
1: It's like a little bit at the end, but it's not. I feel like the raspberry is a lot more pronounced.
2: I, I would agree I with that.
1: Agree with that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm not sure that that's a complaint for me though, because there. Are oh definitely... yeah. No,
1: I'm not a huge mango stand, so I'm good with it. <laughs> it's
2: like I I like mango, but like I don't always want that to be the most prominent flavor, and yeah. you know, like the. I think that what it's doing is kind of adding a little bit of like a. You know, more sweet, like tropical roundness to the yeah. flavor of the raspberry, more than it's like coming out on its own. Yeah, and I'm not opposed to that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I yeah. definitely agree I, with that as well. I feel like, gun to my head, if if you hadn't told me there was mango in here, I probably wouldn't have noticed it. It just oh, would have rounded yeah. out the flavor, and I would have just kind of been, like, eh, it's like a raspberry ice creamy smoothie kind of thing. So
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you there. Like, there are, there are definitely times where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't, like, you know, blindly be able to pick out all the flavors in this, but, like, I can tell that they're there. Yeah. Um. I But, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I don't think I'm going to judge somebody that hard for, you know, not having it be super forward. But, like, if I can't find it if I'm searching for it... uh uh-huh. Then, yeah. then I'm gonna be a little bit disappointed.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the um my tie that we had last time, where it took me a while of searching through that to find like the almond flavor at the end. But which
2: I think is funny because Liam and I picked up on that like right away.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, my shit's still not fucking hundred percent after actually getting Rona. Mm. It, oh yeah, mm. it's you know. Better than the average bear, but um, it's still not, like, the levels that it once was. Yeah. Mm.
2: I feel like I should buy you a nip of, like, the cheapest Sambuca I can find and be like, so does this, like, taste better to you now? Or does it still <laughs> taste like ass?
0: I would rather not, because I, oh, I fucking Sambuca. hate Sambuca.
1: I, 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 I got... Ex- exposed to sambuca a lot because apparently it's an Italian thing and I have some Italian heritage yeah. in my family so there was a lot of that uh never uh, it's, the worst candy in the world is black licorice and let's make a liqueur that tastes like it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, thank you oh yeah why would anybody do that that's like just orange orange juice and toothpaste like no thank you
2: yeah, basically. See, like
1: now, I
0: like Anisex. I like Frenet. I hate Sambuca.
1: Yeah, well, I, I hate, I like, like
0: Uzo. Yeah.
1: Because, well, yeah, because Frenets have kind of a, they have that flavor, but it's not, literally, Sambuca it's basically tastes flavor. like, it tastes like syrup. It tastes like, you know, like, when you see Coke machines or soda machines, they put that really concentrated syrup in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that for licorice. Yeah. Yes. It feels That's... like you're drinking this like the syrup they would use to make like a licorice sparkling water or something.
2: Yeah, and it's it it it, it is a there's a huge difference between it being in there with other flavors and it being the only yeah, flavor.
1: Yeah, no, by itself. And yes, there there were members of my family who would drink shots of sambuca after mm-hmm. dinner. And I will never understand it.
2: I have to say, that's how I was exposed to it, too, was uh, when I was younger, I was working at the CBS in uh, the North End, and we used to, like, go to the bar across the street that I don't even fucking remember the name of, but it was it's right next to where Modern is, and uh, they... Is
1: it is it where Tits is now?
2: Please tell me they didn't put no, Tits no, in there. Uh... No, no.
0: You're too far down the street, Scott. Oh, okay. You, you, you right. want to, you want to be more in the north end.
1: Yeah, in the oh, north end. In the, yeah. no, it no, was on no. yep. Hanover. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. You said north end for some reason. My brain went to North Station. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. In that yeah. area, and I was thinking of the tavern in the Square Cross Street. No, further up. Okay, yes.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was just a, it was a cute little bar, um, but like you know, bunch of like local older Italian people mostly hung uh. out there. And it was a fun place to hang out just because it was, like, chill. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I got introduced to straight... Sam- That's where I got introduced to Sambuca and, like, doing a shot of it and was just like, <laughs> nope, this isn't for me. No, it like,
1: shouldn't I- be for anybody.
2: It's like, I, I can I can get down with a lot of that, like, weird herbal liqueur shit. Like, give me some fucking Chinar, I'm down. But, like, no, keep the Sambuca yeah, away no, from me.
1: No, uh, Herbal shit either. That, that's another thing for me. I like
0: it's kind of... I've found that it's more of an acquired taste when it comes to, like, the herbal digestivo liqueurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely not for everybody.
1: No, it's it's like that idea of like uh, asking someone for a cough drop, and the the worst case scenario, they hand you one of those like Ricolas that's like oh the classic Ricola. Yeah, no, no thanks. I'm good. I'd rather nope. cough until I die.
0: I will just take a spoonful of uh, you know cough syrup with morphine in it.
1: Oh yeah, do do,
0: do it again. like like the 1920s again.
1: Mm-hmm. Scissor. <laughs> Uh,
0: or some original recipe Coca Cola.
2: <laughs> Nowadays, they use codeine for that. And correction, uh, I think more often it was heroin than morphine.
1: Yeah, probably yeah no, it was back often, in the day. Yeah. It was heroin syrup. It's codeine. Yeah, scissorp is the codeine cough syrup today. It's, I mean, was, like, yeah, they had like heroin cough syrup.
2: Yeah, because heroin, yeah. uh, heroin is just, it's modified morphine. It's yeah, morphine it, literally, it's, it's dimethyl morphine. That's what yeah. it is. You add two methyl groups, that's it. I had to draw the structure for that in, in one of my organic chemistry finals. I think it was organic, too.
1: Oh, there you go. Something useful out of, you know, chemistry. See, now that my... for me is like, uh, uh Adderall is basically meth. It, it's structurally almost the same thing. Uh, they're like, similar.
2: Um, well, amphetamine versus methamphetamine, again, you're adding a methyl group. Yes. Um, there, there is a, uh, I'm trying to remember the f- Dexedrine is I, w- is actually uh m- uh methamphetamine. Like wait, like you can- Dexedrine,
1: the weight loss drug. Was uh, that what that was, or was that I a don't cough no
2: drink? Dex. Uh, well, there, oh, there no, was. Oh I'm thinking of
1: I think dexetrim. It was like Dexatrim. from when yeah. we were kind of younger. They were when they used to sell diet pills on TV. Oh my god. Which I don't know that I don't think that's a thing anymore. I haven't watched TV in ages, but.
2: But, yeah, fun fact you the reason that methamphetamine is a schedule two drug is because it comes in a prescription pill form Ah, yeah, like it's not commonly used, but it is available I and did not know I think that. that's fucking hilarious
1: not. that's nuts, yeah
2: I can't remember if I ever saw it i think i I think we did have one person on it for a little while. oh wow, yeah. I was a pharmacy student at the time, so I giving I,
1: out meth to people. Damn, I had the it's
2: I had the bad. joy of uh, doing the like. We had to count the uh, the safe because all of the Schedule oh. Two stuff is in a safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I counted the safe on weekends.
1: Oh yeah, oh wow, yeah. that sounds not fun.
2: No, nah, actually, I mean, well, it depends. Like, if you like just sitting there doing nothing but counting pills, like. It, it actually can be kind of nice as opposed to dealing with, like, people for a little while.
0: Yeah. Fuck people. Yeah, Fucking that's hate true.
1: People. I can see that. Actually, that would have been the dream job back in the day when all I wanted was to just put on headphones and be left alone.
2: Yeah, that's actually the same reason that I volunteered to, like, redo the entire inventory system for one of the, the uh, pharmacies that I worked in. Because <laughs> it was, like, I'm totally cool with, like, just fucking being in the aisles dealing with this and, you know, whoever's out there can deal with fucking customers. Yeah, You know, it's like I'll come out and help you if I need to, but you know, as long as it's slow, I'm just gonna be in the aisle by myself.
1: No, I think I'm just imagining, like, the idea of just counting individual pills and just losing count and just, yeah, that would be me.
2: It's actually easier than you think and you count by
1: fives. Oh, yeah, alright, fair.
2: But yeah, counting every bottle in the safe Would get a little tedious after you know a couple hours, which is why the pharmacists were usually more than happy to pass it off to their intern.
1: Yeah, fair. (laughs) That's what interns are for. All righty. Well, my beer's
0: empty. Emily's beer's empty. Scott, how's your beer looking? I'm also good. All right. All right. I think that it is time that we move on to beer number two today. Again, from fucking Skygazer. Uh, Again, watercolor swirly. This one, though, is raspberry sweet cherry chocolate soft serve. In three, two, one,
2: prep. Okay, this time I did spray myself in the (laughs) face.
0: Oh, man. Already pouring this one out. This one looks fucking
1: fantastic.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: This looks like some sugary drink I would have been denied as a child.
2: That's why we're adults now. We can drink whatever the fuck we want and put alcohol in
1: it. But with like a little of a puree kind of vibe? Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. You can actually smell the chocolate.
0: No, I always love it when things, like, when they say chocolate and you can actually fucking taste the yes, chocolate. Yes, when it's,
1: it. like, chocolate and not just, like, we're calling burnt coffee chocolate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it looks like chocolate.
1: Yeah, you know, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference if we handed you one.
0: I mean, honestly, man, I, I fucking hate shit like that. Yeah, like, working I... Working years in, like, the service industry and, hey, we're out of ginger ale. Oh, just give them them Sprite with a splash of Coke. And it's like, that's not fucking (laughs) ginger ale.
2: Like, dude, no. Just no.
0: I I would rather just tell them, we're out of ginger ale.
2: Yeah. Because they are not the same fucking thing.
1: No, I can't. Yeah, no. Sprite, lemon, lime. (laughs) Yeah. Ginger ale is ginger, supposedly.
2: It's a it is a mild form of ginger, yeah.
1: It's like some ginger root. It's like based in ginger root, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who have never tried it, if you want to try a really good golden ginger ale that's cheap as fuck, uh, Market Basket brand their Chelmsford golden ginger ale is
1: awesome. Like huh.
2: seriously, it's got. It's a lot. It's less dry and more sweet, and has a little bit less bite than a lot of ginger ales out there. And like, it is just pleasant as hell. Oh,
1: nice.
0: Yeah, while it's really tasty, I'm still Canada dry. If I'm in the mood for ginger ale,
1: that's, yeah, on that's my ground. Usually, it's usually where I get. Fuck Schweppes. I don't remember.
0: Fuck Schweppes. Yeah, except, see, I feel like except Schweppes... for the except for the Schweppes raspberry ginger ale. That one's pretty Yo, decent. Oh
1: yeah, that one's really good. Actually, yeah, the raspberry yeah, is raspberry really good. Ginger ale is, is, is a good combo.
2: I think they made a grape one for a while too. My mom used to be into the Schweppes ginger ale.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Schweppes
0: never did it for me.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I think I remember my great-aunt having Schweppes when I was a kid, and I think usually giving it to me if I ever had, like, gas or, like, a stomach ache in that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think I just associated it with medicine. <laughs>
0: I mean, it makes sense. It, yeah. Especially, like, I, we're all relatively the same age. But, like, yeah, growing up, it was, oh, you're feeling sick? Here's some flat ginger ale and yep. some saltines. And some saltine
2: crackers yep. and a
1: blanket. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that like actually there's a class of people that are slightly older than us who uh instead of being fed ginger ale when their stomachs were upset, they got cola syrup, which is the reason that at least you know, I mean granted I haven't worked in a pharmacy in like 15 years, but when I was working there, we had like a whole outside vendor book of like all this crap that you could buy that pharmacies didn't usually carry anymore mm-hmm. and one of those things that we would have to fairly regularly order for people was cola syrup really yeah um huh. so fun fact if you go to if you want to try to find cola syrup for you know an upset stomach or whatever you can try asking your pharmacy if they can order it for you
1: hmm. i did not know that was a thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: man my stomach's got to be really upset to uh, wait on a special order
2: <laughs> well, I think most people would keep it in in on hand for, like, you know, when they needed it, not just, like, oh, my stomach's upset, let me um, wait a week. You guys
1: don't predict like, <laughs> yeah. your stomach upsets, like, three days in advance?
2: Although I will say that the one we had in the, the pharmacy in Burlington, we actually, I think, did kind of start just sort of keeping a bottle on hand because we got requests for it so fucking often.
1: enough demand for it. To keep yeah.
0: it, yeah, huh. Oh man, this beer is really tasty.
1: Yeah, no, I, I never have to worry about that. Three days, every three days before I get a stomach ache, the sky turns blood red and I get a <laughs> message. And so oh, I'm that's prepared. what that is. But yes, that's why I, and I'm like, I oh, call the pharmacist, I need cold syrup.
2: Man, I mean, I, I feel bad that your stomach feels bad, but, like, it is pretty cool when the sky turns blood red. I do I mean, really you know, enjoy that.
1: Everything has a trade-off. Pros and cons yeah. to everything. And I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, what I'm really liking about this one is that, again, not only can I taste the fruit flavors, like... I could taste the vanilla in the other one, but it was a little bit subsumed by the the raspberry. Where Um, this, I like the chocolate is coming through, but like not in a oh, we dumped a whole ass like dark chocolate bar in here, but like very much in a chocolate soft serve kind of way, which is really rather impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm pretty impressed with both of these, Um, just what they have managed to end up making with their. Like, again, we we need a new term that's not just sour ale. Because, like, again, last time, like, I feel like I've said this multiple times in multiple episodes, but, like, last episode was definitely apparent. This episode is also apparent. Like, we need a new beard classification for this smoothie style. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't I don't have a good suggestion for that because, you know, milkshake is usually just referring to anything that has lactose in it. Yep. And, yeah. I mean, technically speaking, while these do because they have, you know, ice cream in yeah. them. They it's not I wouldn't really classify this as a lactose. So yeah, there's
1: Yeah, it's not as up front in the profile as mm-hmm. you expect it. Yeah. Yeah, usually when lactose is a selling product, like a selling in the beer itself, it's got a more prominent kind of bite to it almost. Yeah. Whereas these are very, they're 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 kind of tart, but not really sour, and they've got a little heft to them, but they're not like, I mean, they are li- literally beer milkshakes, but they don't feel as heavy as like a Guinness, which is usually yeah. what I call a beer milkshake.
2: Yeah, and, like, I I would still actually classify both of these as sours. Because, like, there's definitely, there, there's enough, uh, you know, lactic, yeah. citric acid, yeah. whatever, on my palate that, like, they're, you're getting some sour off of it. But, yeah, they're... Yeah. they're
0: but I also I, wouldn't I, even really call it sour, though. I would treat it more as, like, there's a tartness to it instead of, like, a legit sour.
2: Yeah, but it is, it, it's... It's fundamentally doing the same thing. It, the the pH of it is lower. You have you know acids that are are in there, which is what's giving you that tartness. I don't think it's a misclassification to still call this a sour. But you're right that like sour is far too broad of a fucking term. Like yeah. because you know the the two Berliners we talked about, you know that have like a little bit of flavor syrup in them. And are considerably more tart than this. Like are classified as the same fucking style as the thing we're drinking. That's basically a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there needs having, to be subsets.
1: Yeah, uh, having um, it's yeah, it's hard to say, but it's it's like I I guess I because I grew up on fucking I, I grew up addicted to sour candies. And yeah. Oh so yeah. Warheads, sour, sour Patch I, yeah, Kids, hell yeah. So whenever I think of like sour, I'm like. I'm expecting that hardcore forward, which is not always the case, but that's just what my mind jumps to.
2: And I think that it was more the case when sour beer first started or really started becoming a thing. Like if you've noticed, like even, you know, we've talked about this before, like the night shift sours used to be like, mouth puckeringly like warhead kind of sour and like they they haven't been that for years but like frankly nothing has like yeah i think it's like as a style they were trying to make it a lot more accessible and like they it i think that they've struck an interesting balance between sour and like other flavors more or less and which i think does make it a lot more palatable to a lot more people like you know, I know that my father used to hate sours and like I've actually gotten him to get a little bit excited about them now. Oh, so
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah, like... no, it's it's funny because there is a brewer, uh brewery that does a warheads beer.
2: Yeah, and we uh yeah. Oh, have you guys done that one? Yeah, and it is Well,
1: it is, or if you had it. We're gonna
2: do bonus episodes oh, on oh, nice. on three of them. Oh, we nice. we talked yeah. about one in the last episode though. Oh
1: nice, yeah. And I noticed, yes, they are even those are not as sour as, like, I would say, like, uh, the Trillium Double Soaks are way more sour than those are. And I, I, I would absolutely agree with expecting, you. Yeah. And, and because of the name and that relationship I have with that I was going into it expecting it to be hardcore, and it definitely was not. Still good, but yeah, not yeah. hardcore. It was still, basically candy.
0: still tasty, yeah. but, like, if it's called yeah. Warheads, I want that, like, yeah, mouth-puckering that's what I was sour. Expecting. Yeah, exactly. Like,
2: chuck in... Twice as much lactobacillus as you think you need.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like still, I Give think you that, that
2: sweet, sweet lactic acid, baby. I, I still yeah. think
0: that the best sour like that that I've ever had was probably the night shift summer vice the first year that they did sour futures. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, thirteen years ago now.
2: Something like that.
0: Oh, like, night again, shift. We old. Yeah, I, I feel like we always shit on night shift too, but like. You, your beer used to be great, and now your
1: beer is fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but it, it used to be phenomenal.
1: Yeah. I think one of the, uh, surprisingly, one of the interesting sours that I've had was actually Sam Adams of all places, because uh, I have a buddy who works there, cool. and they do their, um, they do that like $200 utopia thing bottle special edition thing they do every year yeah yeah but the base of that is a grand crew called cosmic mother funk that i think we've had that have you had that That, 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 a really interesting kind of sour profile to that one that i liked a lot
2: yeah no that that was one of the more interesting things that i've had from sam adams that in a They did another one, I think, called Bugs and Berries or something.
1: Yes, that was uh, I had that, too, also because of my buddy who works there. That was uh, a collaboration with McKellar. Mm. And yes, that one was also very good. You can't really go wrong with McKellar. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, yeah, that was actually originally I think that was originally brewed for for Boston Calling that year because both McKellar and Sam Adams had a booth presents that year so it,
2: it was either that or it was that was because it was the first copenhagen beer fest
1: might have been that too because they had both of those within like a month of each other
2: yeah because we they went did to the do, copenhagen they did beer one fest.
1: specific for boston calling and i don't remember if it was that one or another one but yeah
2: yeah yeah oh
0: boston calling how i Oh man, I really wanted to go to uh, the fucking lineup last yeah, time, I, but oh, like God. this new one, I just I'd like to see the Foo's because I'm not sure if I've ever seen the Foo Fighters. Uh-huh. But like, I know I've never seen the Chili Peppers. I know I've never seen Rage. Yeah, and like, I, 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 I I'm have, parent, but... I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to buy tickets well, to go see Rage Against the Machine anymore because didn't
2: Rage drop out anyway?
0: Well, yes. Rage dropped out yeah. for this one.
2: Yeah. yeah, And Chili Peppers
0: also be... dropped out for this one. So yeah. now I think your three headliners are yeah. Foo Fighters, Metallica, the Strokes, Metallica. and Metallica.
1: And The Strokes, which The Strokes, yeah. I haven't really... I feel like there was a time when I was like, yeah, The Strokes are great. And that time is like, now The Strokes are fine. I don't know. Yeah, I was also super excited because they, it was going to be Run the Jewels and Rage Against the Machine on the same night. And they, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would have a lot so of crossover cool. there, so and, I was hoping. And also,
0: if memory serves me right, that's the same day that RJD2 was also going to be playing yes. Boston
1: Calling. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that yeah, Run the Jewels is still
1: maybe yes, Saturday. Yes, Run the Jewels, I think, is yes, still they are Saturday. they still, still playing, so I might go that Saturday. Yeah, that's that's what
2: I'm. I mean i I let it ride on my fucking ticket, so I still have a Saturday. Yeah, I hadn't ticket. I not
1: bothered yet because I did the I did the VIP ones last year, mm-hmm. and there are some legit benefits. But I was like, eh, I'm trying to weigh if I want to like depending on the lineup. Uh, one of the main ones being that there is a front, a kind of a little isolated area in the front of each stage that also yeah. has a bar and a bathroom. So you never have to leave the stage to get drinks or go to the bathroom, which was kind of the reason I did it.
0: Yeah, the only time that I've been to Boston Calling was I randomly won like VIP, a VIP weekend passes for oh, nice. from a uh, forty-seven brand, I think it was
2: oh, something yeah. like that.
0: Yep, I, I hardly remember who fucking played because I got him like last minute. I could only use, I could only get out of work for two of the days, so I couldn't go uh, all three. Yeah. Uh, I know that I saw, I think Sia was the headliner of the Sunday yeah. night.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Can't
0: remember who the fuck was Friday, though. Yeah, I can't
1: remember, can't remember either. I not remember who played that year. Yeah, I, but I, they those all were VIP,
0: and they were fucking rad. They didn't have the, like, front stage area. Yeah, that was but... the
1: thing they added, I think, in the last show, or maybe the one before that. And that was the thing that sold me, because I was like... Just the idea of being able to get a decent spot and then I can leave it and go to the bathroom and get beer and come back and I still have a decent spot. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, right now I have a GA ticket. If you're going to upgrade to VIP, let me know because I might be able to just fucking toss extra money at him and upgrade it. Yeah, I'll
1: I'll let you know. i got to figure out the whole schedule. Mm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Planning anything outside of two weeks still feels like hubris. <laughs> so yeah. yeah,
2: no, I know the feeling. I mean, that's I've just like I said, I've just been letting this ride because it's like I already paid the money. I mean, yeah, I still kind of want to go. As
1: well. at, at, at some point, there will be a Boston calling.
2: Yeah, it's like it's just one fucking day anyway. So it's like yeah, whatever. It's like yeah. I can either get back like I don't know eighty bucks or whatever, or I can just fucking let it sit there until it happens.
1: Yeah, fair.
2: So whatever. Plus they give you like, if you, they're like, if you let it ride, we'll give you like free booze money or whatever. And it oh, was like, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Why not?
2: Yeah. I mean, not like a lot, but like some is better than none.
1: Oh.
0: But yeah, I've seen Metallica before. I've seen the strokes before. I haven't seen Run the Jewels, so that would be rad. Yeah. yeah Run the Jewels is great.
1: That's,
2: yeah. There's that's why I want to stay times. on Saturday, because Run yeah. the Jewels, it's like, that's mostly what I'm there for so
1: yeah one of my one of my favorite memories from was early days of boston calling when it was still in government center uh, or in city hall plaza right out there um, mm-hmm. seeing run the jewels that was the first time i saw them live was one of the early years they played it was i think it was the year rtj2 came out um then they played and just like that brick ground Vibrating in a way that I did not know Brick could do. And I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> and they crushed it because they're just incredible live.
2: Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, they're like, so much fun. Yeah. I have no, been I'm...
0: to a lot of shows in City Hall Plaza because uh, back when I was young, uh, they used to do Mix Fest there. So oh, that nice. was, that was. I think I saw. I definitely remember seeing bare naked ladies, but I also definitely remember yeah, seeing, uh, well, like bare naked ladies. I'm fairly certain I saw like Matchbox Twenty. I think I saw Dave Matthews Band. I know I saw Lou Vega because <laughs> oh god, I, I like I, again. I'm, we're old. I'm like I'm like 11 or 12 years old at this point, and I still distinctly remember this of like his set consisting of five songs. His first song. Was Mambo Number Five his mm. fifth song? Was Mambo Number Five, and he just like it, it's supposed to be like a family kind of thing, and yeah. mm-hmm. he just had like four or five background dancers that were just in gold bikinis. And that's it, and it's like, God. it's it's pouring rain out here. <laughs> it's cold as fuck, and like it just didn't feel super appropriate.
1: Also, yeah. if he's only going to play five songs, you reasonably would expect he's going to play Mambo's number one through five. (laughs) um, That seems logical. I think, you know, give the people what they want.
0: Well, he did. That's why he started off with Mambo number five (laughs) and ended with Mambo number five because that's all anybody knew him for.
1: Yeah. and Actually, he just played just Five, just five versions of Mambo Number Five, just <laughs> <Yeah>. a half hour <laughs> long cut of Mambo Number Five, just
2: and then you just hear like a, a bunch of people drop to the ground as the cyanide hits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I want to just keep. I just want him to go into like a trance and just keep naming ladies.
2: That would be fucking like hilarious. Like, just
1: just a half an hour of him naming ladies. just
2: And he's like, how many women's you names do Samantha I know? Samantha,
1: Patricia, and <laughs> Carolyn.
2: And by many the many end, he's like, um... <laughs> Did I say Edna? <laughs> Is how
1: about Edith's Greta? Did I name? say Greta?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh... All right, so a little bit more beer talk, might as well. Um, we had Walkabout Blackberry Peach from Fat Orange Cat, uh, which is out of East Hampton, Connecticut. Um, I don't know, I thought that that one had a little bit more flavor punch than the uh, the raspberry lime or the strawberry yeah. rhubarb.
1: No, definitely, that one, I actually like that one a lot, and also I... I probably a little biased because fat orange cat is just a dope name for a brewery but oh yeah yeah no this one definitely had more of an up front like yeah it was definitely less subtle it was more of a fruit centric beer and it was really enjoyable actually i like that one a lot
2: yeah so did i and then we did have the next one we have it was the uh Alvarium that we had, which was glazed, the uh, cinnamon donut ale.
1: Yes, that was the cinnamon donut, which was surprising because it was just—it was basically just straight up a cinnamon ale. Yeah, and that was with like some sweetness. Yeah, it was. Yes, it wasn't like. Yeah, it wasn't like a tablespoon of cinnamon. It had. It was like cinnamon sugar, almost like. Yeah, you have cinnamon and sugar on toast, kind of thing. It was that kind of cinnamon, and it, yeah, it was. It was just I was I think I might have been expecting because of the donut thing, like something a bit more. But it was. It was just a straight cinnamon ale, and it was good at what it did.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I thought so too. That's
0: nice. It's always semi semi disappointing for me when somebody when some place puts out something that's like donut based, and it uh. it doesn't have like a breadiness to it. Like like I'm not looking for it to be like tehenke but you know i fucking we had another donut one recently emily that was like at
2: mortalis
0: yes like this i can taste all of these flavors this is exactly what it should be based on what they're selling me
2: was it gemini was that what that one was called I think that was so. the it was a blueberry pineapple glazed donut ale and it like it Seriously man, like t- like legitimately not just tasted like a donut, tasted like a glazed donut. Oh like, wow. Like the but it has like that that particular like yeasty breadiness yeah. as mm. well as like the sweetness and no yeah. this
1: this more reminded me like think cinnamon donuts in the sense of like those little cinnamon donut two packs that come in like the plastic wrap and they just kind of fall apart but they're more about it's more of a delivery system for cinnamon and sugar instead. <laughs> but not quite I, as sugar. I know
0: exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah.
1: More of that kind of donut. Because there definitely wasn't much yeastiness to it. And it was also wasn't quite that sweet, but it was very much just a straight up cinnamon ale. And yeah, it was one of those things it, it you get what it says on the tin. And yeah, it was good. Yeah. And it was different. It's a different flavor profile than you kind of typically get.
2: And I think the last two things that we had checked in, because I feel like there's one that I'm missing. Oh, because we we had that uh, Woodland Farms one that I didn't bother checking. Oh, out that night.
1: yes, I, I forgot.
2: That was okay. It um, was I
1: yeah, it was just fine.
2: I thought the American Solera was a better stout personally. Yeah the the Woodland Farms was fine. It was it wasn't undrinkable by any means, but um. I think I mostly bought that because it was a collaboration with the brew shop, which again I never bothered finding out if that's actually like a collaboration with my friend Tim's beer store. What I think it is, because I think he played there recently too in his band. So, oh. um, but yeah, you know, it was fine. Um, the last two that we had that night, though, were both sky gazers.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot. Which, so yeah, because they they were not the watercolor ones, but they had the other, yeah.
2: Yeah, we had the one of the water lilies. Because I think there's else. only two of the water lily series. So a water lily appears to be a collaboration series between Skygazer and Tox Brewing. Um, and this one was the blueberry chocolate marshmallow version, which, which also had the chocolate soft serve.
1: Yes, and it was super good. Mm. I remember liking that one a lot because it was again, it was chocolate, yeah, which yes, you don't you, when you it is one of those things, yeah it it's like you get a chocolate out there's a you know it's a toss up chance of is it gonna be an actual chocolate flavor or is it gonna just be that burnt coffee kind of we call it the chocolate, and mm. that one was another one that like, yes, it was chocolate. You could taste marshmallow there. It Like, each individual flavor, you could pick it out. Mm. Yes. And it came together quite nicely. It was a surprise. I, I remember looking at it and thinking, same thing with these, actually, looking at them and being like, this could be good or this could be too much. And I feel like they've got a good balance with that.
2: Yeah. I agree. Like, I, I'm i really impressed with what I've had from, everything I've had from Skygazer. And, like, I, they're now one of those places that, like, if I see any of their shit I fucking buy it. Like there's yeah. a random place near me that doesn't have an amazing selection, but they actually had the other water lily. So TJ has had the other water lily. Oh nice. Um which hopefully I can fucking find somewhat easily cuz I don't remember. <laughs> um I don't Yeah, it was the mango pineapple passion fruit coconut white chocolate one.
1: Wow that is a lot. Yeah, they they go all in on flavors.
2: Yeah, they really do. And I mean, I again, I think much like I feel about these two, I think that I think the chocolate just gives it a little bit more punch because you're using like an ice cream as opposed to yeah. like a more concentrated flavor. So like with the vanilla or with the white chocolate, it kind of can get kind of sit behind yeah, those fruit I, flavors.
1: Yeah. The if,
2: chocolate is a little better at fighting for its position.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. got more of a profile itself. Yeah, vanilla is a flavor that like like I don't get me wrong, I will always love a good vanilla soft serve, but it's very much like you have to be careful what you pair it with because it's very easily overpowered and then yeah.
2: Agreed. And also if you get into baking, it, it's helpful to know what vanilla you should be using in any particular recipe because they definitely have different uses like you know if you don't know what you're going to use it for you use it rarely get yourself like you know i mean oh it's the caswell massey i think is the name of the brand like never buy any other vanilla never buy like a fucking store brand seriously just buy theirs but like the pure vanilla extract one, which is like a blend of, I think, a, f- a few different vanillas, is oh, yeah. perfectly fine for basically every purpose. It's like, do I enjoy baking enough to fuck around with different different vanillas? Like <laughs> that's when you start buying the other ones. So like yeah. right now, I have the pure vanilla extract, but I also have Ugandan because I've used the Madagascar bourbon for years, and I and Ugandan is the other generally considered to be more of a multi-purpose one and but it has a very distinct like it's very different so the madagascar bourbon is like almost like sweeter where like this is like almost has like a kind of more like chocolatey earthy kind of quality to it it's really interesting um yeah and tahitian vanilla i've never fucked with because Tahitian vanilla is so delicate that it breaks down in heat, so it's really only meant for recipes that you're not heating. Oh. Like a, like a mousse or oh, yeah. something, something or like whipped whip. cream or something like that.
1: Like a meringue-style whipping. Yeah. Actually, yeah, whipped cream. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: But I was like, now nah, that's too fucking complicated for me. Just give me a thing that I can put in anything, but you know, is also <laughs> yeah. like slightly different than the other vanilla. thing I usually put in everything.
1: Yeah, fair.
0: Alrighty, guys. Well, my beer is empty, so I figure let's wrap it on up. Um, well, let me
2: let me go into the last beer. Oh, real yes, quick that we ta- that we had. So the last beer we had was the Eclectic Dove, which was a collaboration between Skygazer and Branch and Blade, who we've talked about nice. many times before as well. Also, um, game. oh yeah, they're. I would love to get back over to that area too. They're in Keene. Um, TJ oh, and I totally wow. would have gone there when we were on that, you know, Brattleboro excursion. But I think that was like what a Monday, and most Post. places aren't open Mondays. <laughs> so yeah. The last um, time I
1: was in Keene, I saw a ska punk band, and I was in high school.
2: Damn, dude! <laughs> Kudos. So, yep, I don't know what the hell was in this one.
1: Oh yeah, it is I, a sour. I don't. Yeah, I couldn't tell you either. And it's, it's not in the description the name either. Dove. What is it? Dove something? Eclectic dove. Eclectic dove.
2: Oh, this one was definitely something interesting because it somebody commented peanut butter sandwich
1: oh wait yes yes there was it's
2: like peanut butter banana something something maybe
1: yes there was yes now i remember there was actually i think this might be one that i went bonkers for because it was literally yes it literally had a straight up peanut butter kind of flavor to it Mm. it was awesome Like, it wasn't, like, it literally was, like, you think, like, kind of almost, like, peanut butter Skippy or whatever the hell, brand Jif or Skippy, whatever you used on sandwiches as a kid. That kind of peanut butter a little bit, but a little better. But, yeah, it really came forward in a way that was great.
2: Oh, yeah. I I, mean, I'm glad I looked at the descriptions, because, like, I think it was... Primarily, like, the peanut butter, banana, and blackberry. Yes, and And that's
1: what it was. Yes, because I remember being like, that's a weird combination. Peanut butter and banana I get because of the peanut butter banana sandwich kind of riff. Yeah. But blackberry, again, yeah. But, again, one where you can taste all three flavors, but they meld together well. But the peanut butter was definitely the upfront one here. And I remember... I remember, I think I was, I think this was a later one and I was a little bit tipsy already, but I remember being very pleased and excited when the peanut butter (laughs) happened. Yeah, we kind of
2: went the wrong direction. I feel like we ended with like the really good stuff and started with the like less good stuff. And it's like, um, note to self, stop doing that. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, need to, need to start with the, the,
1: like, I generally, oh, like, though, I to try fair, to order things, but... To be fair, though, that did result in us not sitting here by the end going, oh, yeah, that mediocre one was actually great, because I was super drunk by the time <laughs> I got there, so...
2: That's a fair point. It's yeah. like, y- you know if you're kind of drunk when you get there, and, like, you're still, like, blown away to the point where you actually fucking remember it? Yes. Yeah.
1: hmm Yes. I remember a sensation of glee. <laughs>
2: That a solid peanut butter beer will do that. That
0: yeah. does sound delicious. And yeah, it was I always love it. a solid peanut butter beer. Yeah. But uh yeah, no. I'm I'm starting to reach critical mass in terms of having to go pee. So yes, I'd rather just yep. like yes, wrap this up.
1: Okay. Right. Um,
0: Scott, is there anything you want to say or pitch or, or whatever? Plug.
2: Uh does any if any if anybody wants to listen to your delightful rantings on the internet where where might they find you perhaps
1: if you uh, want to share that i yeah no i don't actually have i i have a twitter account that i keep kind of secret because okay i could be a little spicy on there yeah. but uh no so i don't have anything in particular to plug i will just say oh you know what i will plug something that is totally unrelated to me but great uh this band oceanator just put out their first album uh and it's fucking excellent so check it out awesome nice
0: all right well we've been new england beer reviews i've been tj davis alongside emily schick and our special guest scott i'm not going to try and
1: niblock niblock but you know what i appreciate it
0: (laughs) but um yeah you can check us out you know facebook instagram twitter you can give us money on patreon at patreon.com backslash nebr the initials of our show and new england beer reviews nebr um anybody with a final word?
1: Um soft serve? Soft serve is good.
0: Yeah, soft serve feels
1: like a good yeah. final word. All right. Soft guys. serve. I I always love a good soft serve. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I hope not. righty Well, I don't know, maybe that's her kink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note, Goodbye. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye.